as promised, we're going to get ready to head to the Back in Action hotline. And uh, we will be joined by Miss Caitlin Jackson. What's happening? Hi, how are you? Uh, you know, just uh, doing the dang thing. It's, uh, it's my Friday uh, as I leave for vacation this evening. And so uh, going to treat this like a free-for-all Friday today. You know, just uh, try to have a little bit of fun. Of course, have you on and talk about your pops and uh, see if we can have fun while doing that as well. Yeah, definitely. That's exciting. You get a little vacation. Yeah, it, I think it's much needed. Uh, it's been planned for a while, and uh, I think it's just more needed now than than maybe when I originally planned it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it, it's going to be nice before things get really busy uh, with Sun Belt Conference Football Media Day the week after I return. And so uh, anyway, lots going on. But first and foremost, how are you? I am doing okay. Um, it is not my weekend. I'm in the middle of trying to manage a summer internship. But, um, yeah, it's been fun. I'm, I'm hiding out in my car right now calling you. So, <laughs> feeling like I'm playing hooky from work. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. There, uh, You know what? If, if for some reason somebody comes and taps on the window, just tell them JC <laughs> said it was okay. Uh, that was <laughs> that was definitely one of your pop's go-to moves, and uh, he, he got me in trouble quite a few times that way uh, because I had to answer some questions I didn't know I was going to have to answer. And he was like, well, <laughs> Wall said you said it was okay. And I was like, yeah, of course, I didn't, but that's, a, that's okay too. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, when we had Clay on, same, same type principle with you, uh, being able to celebrate your pops. Uh, you know, we continue to do that on the show here with – with drops and sound bites and, you know, feels like he's still here and that's the plan for the, for the uh, foreseeable future. But, you know, for, for me, Caitlin, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of your dad in you. And if you could pick the one trait that you have of your pops that really stands out, what is that one trait? Well, I think I'll I'll just be echoing Clay and, you know, same kind of things that we talked about at his um, celebration of life um, service. But I'm just so incredibly resourceful. And um, I was struck by that even this weekend. I went on a little kayaking camping trip on the Buffalo River, um, which I, it made me think of my dad the whole time because I know he would have loved being outdoors and just being on the river. Um, but we, we, my friends and I, we rented an Airbnb and brought some nice bottles of wine and we did not have a corkscrew to open. There just wasn't one at the place we were staying. And so, um, in true Wally Jackson fashion, I, um, was just trying to think, how can I get this bottle of wine open without, um, yeah, that was, that was crazy. That was out of the blue, but anyway, continue. (laughs) That's okay. Um, how do I open the bottle of wine without a corkscrew? And so I Googled some stuff and then I found a, a wood screw that was like two or three inches long and screwed it into the cork and then used the end of a hammer to kind of like wiggle the corkscrew <laughs> out. And I, my dad would have done the same thing. And so that's just a good example of like, he was just doing stuff like that always where you just figured it out and there was never... There was never a problem that couldn't be overcome by just 
using what you had around you or, you know, rummaging through the junk drawer or whatever it was, you could, he just knew how to do things like that always. And, you know, I just thought about him so much as I was doing that this weekend. Well, and there's there, that's a hundred percent accurate. Uh, I, I joke, uh, and call him MacGyver, uh, and, and we joked about it all the time. You know, we were like, Hey man, you know, all we need is, you know, uh, a piece of big red bubble gum, some duct tape and some bailing wire. I mean, that is literally a joke that we always had going, uh, whenever anything would go wrong, a piece of equipment would break or whatever. We're like, Oh, okay, let's, let's throw it back together with, you know, such and such. And, but that, that was him. I mean, it, it really was. I tell people right. all the time, as, as silly and goofy as he as he was, the, the dude was, you know, he was a walking encyclopedia. He was always super resourceful. Uh, he always had an idea for everything. And then, of course, some of my favorite things uh, between he and I was always our love of cooking. You know, he and I both mm-hmm. love to cook, whether it was on a grill, whether it's in the kitchen. Uh, he and I both love to cook. Of course, he used to cater. I used to have a restaurant. And so we always talked a lot about that. So let's talk food, Caitlin Jackson, <laughs> and your pops, uh, because I know that you and Clay also uh, have a big love of food, and, and uh, it's not hard to tell where that comes from to, as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, Dad, he cooked every single night that Clay and I were with him. My my mom and um, my dad had they split custody of us after they divorced when we were real little and so we spent you know equal time with my dad as we did with my mom and um I just watched my dad cook fresh homemade meals every single night um and that was really special I remember you know stuff from all the way from pad thai to nights when he would just cover the kitchen table with a trash bag and dump you know, several pounds of crawfish on the table, and that was dinner, you know. Um, <laughs> but that was really special to be, like, 8 or 10 years old, you know, eating crawfish and um, learning how to do that. That's not. It wasn't just confined to, like, a big celebration or whatever. Every night was a special meal that he put his own flair on, um, always homemade and always a vegetable and a starch and a, and a protein, you know. He made sure to have a good balanced meal and um everything was so delicious and good and I would always want to help him and cook with him and um I would I learned quickly that I he wouldn't give me a recipe and I thought he was just being an <laughs> asshole but really it was like him just he didn't he didn't have a recipe you know he was just cooking um from the hip and um I would ask him, you know, what are you doing? What are you, what ingredients are you using? And he would always say, none yet. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what are you saying? Like, what is it? What are you using right there? So eventually learned to stop asking questions and just watched him and tried to kind of jump in wherever I could. Um, so learned, you know, how to chop food and how to chop up onions and vegetables and garlic and how to saute or blanch green beans or, you know, whatever it was that he was cooking at the time. And, um, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm a great cook because of it. We're joined by Caitlin Jackson here on the back in action hotline, proud daughter of, uh, uncle walls, AKA Wally Jackson, or as I always would call him Wallace Jackson, Jr. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
Caitlin, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm sure you have a million stories, um, but uh, let's give give us uh, give us a two part story. Give us a two parter here. <laughs> give us your favorite memory of your dad, and maybe give us your funniest memory of your dad. <laughs> hmm, I feel like those are kind of one and the same. <laughs> um, I was thinking about some before I called in, and one memory maybe I don't know if this is favorite it's also like favorite and funniest but um what my dad kind of he lived we lived out in Bono Arkansas Mm -hmm. so it felt like it was way far out of Jonesboro and now you know living in Memphis it doesn't seem that far at all out of Jonesboro but felt like I was living in the boonies out there and um, so I, I rarely had friends who would make the trek all the way out to my dad's house but um, one night, my friend Caitlin West and I were staying at uh, my dad's house and having a sleepover, and we were bored, and we're like, Dad, please cook us something to eat, and Caitlin was really picky, and so um, my dad made her this delicious, like, cheesy baked ziti dish, um, and I just remember, like, sharing it around the table and having such a good night, and, like, my dad just entertaining us and being silly. And, um, after dinner, he put on some, I don't know what kind of music it was, but it, he called it Cajun idiot music. And I don't know if that's what that, but I don't, I don't even know where that came from, but he put on this song and on a, on his little, um, like stereo that he had. And it was like a, a tape deck that you put in a tape and this music came on and it was like, I don't even know what else to describe it other than like Louisiana Bayou music. And he went and got like a a metal cookie sheet and he like attached it to his <laughs> chest and he pretended like it was a washboard and um he gave me like a broom to use as like a guitar and i think caitlin had like a pot and pan um and we just had our like we pretended to make like a little concert and we danced around the house and jumped on the couches and just were kept yelling that we're Cajun idiots and you know it was just uh, it was so silly but it was such a fun and special night that he made he made it so special and like just entertained these two kids until we went to sleep and um yeah it was awesome well and I'll tell you don't don't feel bad Caitlin he he's 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 done that like three or four times with me and it got awkward but uh <laughs> But, but you know, um, you know, the one thing about him, and of course, <clears throat> we know this, and but I want you to talk about it. Actually, Dr. Kelly Dampus is is uh, is listening, and he was about to get out of his car, and he said, thank you for having her on. I'm staying in my car to listen. But, <laughs> you know, the, the thing that I love so much, because it's the same way with my daughters, is that for you guys, you grew up in Arkansas State was the thing. You know, it when when you talk about Walls and you and Clay, it's it's very clear how much he passed on his love and passion of Arkansas State to you and Clay. Talk about that. Definitely, um, I think I, that this could also be like another favorite memory of my dad. But I loved getting drug out to the Arkansas State tailgating area with the we always went to the teak tent and dad always was cooking and I think that's maybe where I learned to network um which I didn't even realize that's what I was learning but I'm like 
you know, a kid out there chatting it up with 30 and 40 year old people just being, you know, rubbing shoulders and asking them how they're doing and what they do for a living and how their kids are, you know, like with a soda in hand, just as if I were at a cocktail party, you know, like I'm learning to do now in law school. And, um, I've, I learned those skills there at that teak tent, and um, I just remember my dad letting Clay and I be kids and letting us um, walk around and meet people and um, enjoy being outside and enjoy food and fellowship and making friends. And um, and then the the classic story is when I bought that giant wooden spoon at a white elephant sale. And I remember just, I don't know if I, I, there's no way of like sneaking it in because it's a giant wooden spoon, but I remember bringing it with me and insisting that it was an appropriate, you know, like thing to bring to a sporting event Um, (laughs) because it had like, at at the time, ASU's mascot was Indians and it, the, the handle of the spoon looked like a Native American totem pole. And so I just thought it was appropriate. And um, I remember just convincing my dad to let me bring it into the stadium with me and waving it around. And it was my idea, and I thought it was really cool. But then, you know, I I was getting attention, and my dad loved it. And so he took the spoon from me and then proceeded to wave it around his head and yell, stir it up, Indians, you know, like over and over and just (laughs) screaming and making a whole scene out of it. And it became a staple, you know, and now um, his friend Chris Freer still carries the spoon to the games and stirs it up. And um, I'm just really proud to see, like, my little purchase, my 50-cent purchase at a white elephant sale <laughs> is still going strong. Well, there is there, there is no doubt. Uh, he's talked about the spoon uh, numerous times. Of course, Chris talked about it uh, at the service and, and whatnot, but – um, you know, for, for you guys, um, you know, having, having the relationship with your dad that you did and having the opportunity to make so many memories with him, um, you know, one of the things that he would always talk to me about, about both of you guys, I mean, clearly, clearly amazingly proud of both of you. Uh, I, I recall the day that he walked in and he looked at me and he said, I'm now going to have two attorneys as as kids and he was so proud uh that you were going to go into law school as well but kind of kind of talk about that and and maybe some of the things that you have taken from your dad that has made you and clay so driven and so successful at such a at such an early age and an early part of going into what's going to be a lengthy career sure yeah um well in as much as I did love Jonesboro and Arkansas State, ultimately I chose to go to school in Oklahoma City. And, um, you know, I think for, for some kids that that have parents that love mm-hmm. a university as much as my dad loved ASU, that could have been a hard thing for him. But my dad was nothing but supportive of my dreams and of, of my goals. He never made me feel guilty about leaving Jonesboro. He never made me feel like I was doing something wrong he was just proud and supportive um so I just I I had the freedom to to do what I wanted and to reach for the stars and so I um ended up applying for a teacher prep program in Memphis after school and moved back here and it was nice to be closer to home to see him 
um, and my mom more if I wanted to. And um, he was always supportive and always proud. I taught public school here in Memphis for five years. <clears throat> and my dad, you know, loved looking at pictures of my students and of, you know, my life here and my dog that I eventually got. And he, you know, loved my dog Elvis, who <laughs> has a famous Instagram account. If you haven't followed her yet. Um, and loved that I, you know, I, I named my dog Elvis because my dad loved Elvis so much as a kid and, um, uh, or, you know, as a himself and instilled that in me as a child as well. So it just made sense. And, um, and then eventually I decided to, to change careers and, and go to law school. And again, you know, my dad was so proud of that. And I remember being at Clay's law school graduation and my dad, you know, cooking the food for that event. And just, it was really special moment to watch the end of Clay's journey or, you know, at least the end of his law school journey. And, look ahead to what I had, um, in my future. And that was special to, to see that with my dad and just know, like, we've gotten one of the siblings through law school and then I'm going to take on the torch and, um, and do that as well. And yeah, he was so proud. And we talked about him, you know, Clay and I having a law firm together someday and our dad being the, the in-house chef of the firm (laughs) and, um, you know, really sad that 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 can't happen but um we will continue to do what we do keeping in mind his legacy and in his memory well and he was he was he was so proud i mean you know anybody that truly knows him uh you know one of the first things he would always talk about was both of you i mean it's just it was it was such a given uh, when it came to walls and, you know, I joked about this, uh, at the service, but it, there was some truth to this because I did, I kept telling him, I was like, Hey man, uh, you need as many, uh, as many legal representatives as you can possibly get, <laughs> uh, you know, and we would joke about that constantly, but, but Caitlin, I'll ask you this and then I'll let you go. But, uh, for you and, and your dad and, of course, Clay and, and the family, um, I, I know for you that just talking to you, I know that you would like the opportunity to just kind of have the microphone and tell everybody, the listening and viewing fam, um, you know, y'all's appreciation for the outpouring of support uh, during what has been a, an extremely tough time since June 14th. And, um, but uh, I wanted to give you that opportunity, uh, before we let you go today. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I think that I, at my dad's, um, service, I was just so overwhelmed with the number of people who showed up, um, to celebrate him, the number of people who called and texted and sent flowers. Um, it was so overwhelming in a good way. Um, I think, you know, especially being in law school, you can feel a bit disconnected from the rest of the world and it's a bit isolating. Um, it's all consuming and, you know, your entire three, the entire three years that it takes to get through law school is just, it's very intense. And so going to my dad, losing my dad was incredibly hard, but being there at his service and knowing that so many people loved him and so many people um, cared about him. It gave me a lot of peace 
because my dad had so many people um, just that cared about him and um, loved him and supported him and enjoyed his presence and understood how special he was um, made me feel just comforted that he had so many people in his corner before, um, you know, he, his life was ended. And um, yeah, I just am so thankful for that. And it is hard. Um, but I appreciate, um, I just appreciate everything that all the outpouring of love that we uh, have experienced since my dad's passing. And um, I really appreciate you, JC, continuing to honor him. I know that he loved you so much and he considered you a brother. Um, so thank you so much for just keeping my dad's memory alive um, on your show every day and, and know that that is, is providing a lot of peace and comfort to Clay and I and to other people. Well, it's not been easy. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) definitely not been easy but uh well it's it's always always great to talk to you dear and uh i know we'll do it again and we'll stay in touch but uh i appreciate you coming on definitely have a great rest of your day and uh, just thank you to everyone again thank you dear Whoo, that's tough that is a tough one um appreciate caitlin coming on uh both those kids extremely extremely strong strong um through what has been tough i'll be back Jumbo